Welcome to the Housing Connection, your direct link to the stories of successful housing development across our state. I'm Chaz Olson, the Executive Director of South Dakota Housing and your host for this series. On the Housing Connection, we'll explore the practical insights from those actively shaping South Dakota's housing landscape. You'll gain invaluable knowledge on what works, what to avoid, and how to effectively leverage South Dakota's development programs to meet the ongoing demand for affordable housing in our state. Get ready for an informative and engaging journey as we connect you with the strategies for housing success in South Dakota. Let's make some housing connections. Since the initial recording of this episode, much has changed and progressed in the development of the Housing Infrastructure Financing Program. After finalizing the rules through necessary processes, we began accepting applications for the Housing Infrastructure Program in July. We have been thrilled with the initial applications for funding, and we will have our work cut out for us when approving applications this fall. Our board will begin approving applications at our September board meeting and continue approving applications until funds are allocated. This is Brent Adney, and this is Housing Connection. On today's podcast, we're so excited to talk with two individuals that truly are champions of affordable housing, and both played a significant role in securing some very important funding for workforce housing. Our guests today are Senator Casey Crabtree and Representative Roger Chase. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Before we get to uh, what we call Senate Bill 41, let me ask both of you why affordable housing, specifically workforce housing, is so important to you personally. Well, it was part of the summer study that we were asked to chair and uh, co-chair back in 2021. And back in 2021, we saw the real need for additional housing to be constructed across the state of South Dakota, not just workforce and affordable, but housing in general. Uh, we were finding the need of a lot of people coming to town or come, coming to the state of South Dakota and housing uh, units were shortage and lots of people were looking for additional housing. And so that's when we decided to have the summer study in 2021 to address this particular issue. I think it's worth adding that when you look at what we're facing in the legislature and the problems that folks are feeling back at home, it's all around workforce. And there's a lack of workforce in every single trade and industry that we have here in South Dakota, from the big cities to the small communities. And I think that's really where we got focused on this. Now, we have folks that want to move to South Dakota. I think we were rated the number five um, most um, net in, in migration. migration. Um, Got to get that word right. In migration. So we got folks who want to live here because their quality of life is fantastic. And uh, what we need, though, is places for them to live. And that's a key piece. And so we started working on that. And really what we found out when we went through the study is the, the big things that were issues wasn't necessarily the structure, but it was about developing the lots that are underneath and that being really challenging in our more rural communities. And so that's really where we started to focus. Uh, lots and lots of discussion and uh, proud to deliver that back to the folks of South Dakota. Representative Chase, what do you believe are the most significant challenges facing South Dakota workforce housing market? And how does this bill address those challenges? Our most significant challenges, and I made this comment during our summer study many times, the lack of housing is the limiting factor of South Dakota or South Dakota growing at a faster pace, meaning that we've got people that want to come, just like Senator Crabtree said. But overall, in our communities, we have so many people that are looking for housing and our housing number units available in every community is down significantly as compared to years past. A strong housing market or a strong number of homes in our market in Huron would be somewhere between 100 and 125 homes on the market. Right now, we have between 25 and 40. And so the, the lack of inventory, the, uh, the availability for places to live. Uh, for people of all walks of uh, life, whether that's upscale housing, whether it is workforce housing, 
whatever the case might be, the housing number units are really down in South Dakota across the board in every community. So that's probably the biggest challenge we have is lack of inventory. And Representative Chase may have answered this, but Senator, um, how do you see the new workforce housing bill impacting the availability of affordability of and, and housing for essential workers in the state? Well, let's just go back and talk about this, just, a, a, you know, kind of set the table. The $200 million, when you talk about that, that is the second largest appropriation in the state's history. $600 million was appropriated to water development, um, and that that passed through last year, but that was all federal funding. And the 200 million, 50 million, 50 million was federal funding. 150 million was general funds. And so it was a, it's, you know, it's not easy uh, to get things like that uh, accomplished. And so um, there was a lot of people and today you're talking to uh, Roger and myself, but there's a huge team behind this that made that successful and all credit goes to them. I think when you talk about this, when we go back to the workforce issue, that if we don't solve this, what you're going to see is our economy begin to shrink and you're going to see our quality of life impacted. And you're going to see uh, the next generation not have the opportunities that we had. And so I think that's why we are so focused on the workforce issue. This piece is a huge step in the right direction. I mean, a major step. And so I think this is something that you know, you're going to look at this 10, 15, 20 years from now. That revolving loan is going to continue to work for South Dakota and people are going to be pretty proud to be a part of that. And uh I guess I just think that's uh, the part that you make a one-time investment and you get return on that year after year after year after year and make a difference from big cities to small communities. That's uh, that's good work. Representative Chase, what what role do you believe state government should play in addressing workforce housing issues? I think we've uh, addressed it. Uh, we in the legislature in the state of South Dakota have stepped up to the plate and said, we realize that there's an issue and this is the plan forth that we think that's important. And when the $200 million was uh, indicated by the governor, all along in our summer study, we always indicated that we wanted to set up this revolving loan fund to where it could go on for generations. And so to me, we've put the vehicle in place that uh, we're not going to solve the housing issue overnight. This is something that will go on for years and years. But that revolving loan, loan fund, just like Senator Crabtree said, will continue on and grow and prosper in the future. And communities will be able to pull from this fund, you know, years from now, rather than just utilizing all this $200 million in grant form. When the grants were gone, they were gone. But with the revolving loan fund, we've got that to come for generations and be of assistance, you know, to all communities in South Dakota for years to come. I would add, I would add just two, two things. Uh, one, the piece that seems to get missed sometimes when we talk about this is that it was infrastructure focused. And so that is one thing that, uh, that our committee uh, really was focused on as the year went uh, went by and we studied this over the summer. The second big thing was flexibility so that those communities could choose to do what's best for them. And what we need as far as doors, uh, we call it doors available in those communities, whether that be apartments, whether that be single family, whether that be condos, that's up to that community to, to, to do what was best. And we wanted to make sure that they had the flexibility to do what they wanted to above that. But we wanted to stay very focused on infrastructure. I can feel the energy and the positivity in, in this bill, and I, I share that with you as well. Um, but were there any concerns or, or criticisms that, that were raised during this process? Sure. I mean, I, there's plenty with any bill that comes, comes across. And, you know, I talked about this briefly earlier, but, you know, uh, the key to getting things through the legislature is making sure you have enough votes. And uh, that was part of the art of this deal was working through that and making sure that that we had uh, had had done that. And, you know, some of the things that changed along the way, uh, such as, you know, 70 percent of this funding being held 
for our smaller communities, uh, not Rapid City and Sioux Falls. That was something that we had to do along the way uh, to get those, to get everybody kind of on board. And so I think you look at that, but mostly I think when people talk about it and they have concerns, it's misconceptions. You know, this isn't uh, just about low income housing. That is not what it's about. Uh, what this was about was putting infrastructure in the ground and really creating a revolving loan to do that. It's a very conservative way to go about this. And uh, I think that that's going to work out really well for the future of South Dakota. And I think we want to emphasize that as well. That this is not just allocated to workforce housing. You know, there was amendments that were tried to put on this bill, especially this year that we passed, you know, designating this as affordable or workforce. This is for housing in South Dakota in general. Uh, many times when we talked about it in the committee, you can't build workforce housing. You can't afford to build, you know, the, the, uh, the priced home that a lot of workforce can, uh, can qualify for. What we're looking at is creating all different types of housing for people to move up to another upscale housing to free up their existing inventory. And that's what workforce can purchase in many of our communities. So this is a housing bill that we want to promote that uh, we can build all different types of unit structures across the state of South Dakota and free up existing structures that would be, you know, utilized by our workforce wanting to come in. What steps do you think need to be taken in the future to uh, further improve access to affordable housing? I think what we're doing with this revolving loan fund, and, and we talked about it, that uh, we're not going to solve this issue, you know, in the next uh, one or two years. This is something that will continue on, but we put the groundwork together, uh, no pun intended, but uh, the infrastructure, everything in ground. And so we're looking at trying to utilize this to where, you know, you can develop those public private partnerships with the communities, they invest in it. The one thing that we want to emphasize is that while the state has allocated $200 million with the way this program is structured, it'll actually stretch out to be $600 million worth of investment in South Dakota. That goes a long ways towards solving some of the housing issues that we've got. And I think that, you know, the one thing we need to keep in mind, Senator Crabtree alluded to it, 70% of the funds are in population bases under 50,000. And I think that's what aid and assist small communities, even, you know, 500 to 1,000 population communities across the state of South Dakota to be able to step up and utilize these funds to improve uh, housing within their communities. And every one of those communities need this yesterday, you know, and so we're in a situation right now where, uh, you know, we passed this with an emergency clause uh, so that we could get to work on this right away. And we know it took uh, a little while for us to get this thing um, all the way through the legislature and make sure we had all the questions answered. Uh, but we're there and now uh, we're ready to see this uh, go to work. Representative Chase, um, are there any plans to evaluate the impact of workforce housing um, under this bill over time? You know, it's going to be hard to really see the the fruits of our labor, so to speak. I think a lot of those will come in testimonials from people that uh, do a housing project and said, without the use of this infrastructure fund, we would not have been able to accomplish what we're trying to do. And I think those will become evident in, in time to come. And so we're excited to see this money go out and for those communities to succeed and solve some of the problems that we've got in our smaller communities and communities across the state of South Dakota and housing infrastructure, building that workforce and getting those housing units constructed to where everybody can uh, experience a safe, clean and affordable home to live in. We certainly want accountability with the investment. And I think South Dakota housing does a good job with that. I know you got a pretty extensive application process there. We'll be able to pull data from that. And uh, I think one of the things that makes it um, so clear that this was something we need to do is just knowing how many communities have reached out and have applied and are ready for the funds and ready for the funds you know, yesterday. That makes me feel like, you know, we did something that the, that the communities really, really wanted done. 
This bill was community driven through the summer study that we conducted and we provided, they provided the input. We provided the direction and the uh, influence to get this done. So how do you plan on continuing advocating for affordable housing and addressing those workforce housing issues? Well, my business, my industry, I'm a realtor. And so it's exciting to see, you know, the needs of this particular uh, bill getting out and providing those funds. I'll always advocate for clean and safe and affordable housing. And uh, I've done other work as far as, you know, our our housing authority, as well as, you know, doing reclamation and uh, rehab projects. But housing is something that's personal to me. And uh, I think it's very personal to Senator Crabtree as well. I think for me, when I talk about what I what I do, not only for a, for a normal job, I'm, I'm a director of economic development for an energy company, but certainly my piece here in the legislature has been about workforce. It's been about our economy. It's about making sure that it's strong and it's resilient and that people have opportunities to succeed in South Dakota and that our next generation chooses to live here. And uh, I think, you know, housing plays a, a key role in that. There's a number of other things. And so, you know, I think some of my friends even kind of make fun of me here in the legislature because I'll stand up on something and say, workforce, workforce, workforce. It is yeah. our number one issue. Yeah. And if we don't get in front of it, um, we will we will suffer from that. The good news is, is that we identify what the problem is and we are focused on fixing it. And it's not an overnight thing. It's going to take years. Uh, but the legislature is working on that. This was one piece of that. Uh, but we're focused on that. And we know private industry is focused on that. We know our communities are focused on that. And that's just where we've got to, we've got to get in front of it because the states that have the workers are going to win and uh, it's a competition. And uh, there's many other things that we're working on that are, are right along this line. And I just, uh, I think it's something we have to keep our eye on. And whether you call it affordable or workforce, it's, it's housing. It's really. housing. It's housing. That's the one thing that we want to emphasize. It's housing, housing infrastructure for all different types of housing, all different sizes of communities across the state of South Dakota. Any last comments, Senator, you'd like to tell our audience? I just appreciate everybody that uh, has reached out to us as we went through this. I mean, I know it's a long process, and uh, but um, you know, the only thing that happens fast is an accident. That's what a good friend of mine says. And this one took us a long time to get it to get it right and get the votes and get it across the board. And I just think that that is an incredible team effort. I mean, when you look at who came and and met with us over the summer studies and who uh, came and was proponents to this, here's a bill that never had anybody be an opponent in a committee, not one. And you had everybody lined up to be a proponent. We're talking municipal leagues. We're talking home builders. We're talking bankers. bankers. You're, I mean, realtors. Realtors. You're talking small business organizations. Everybody is lining up to push this forward. And that's really exciting. It's rewarding. Yep. Yeah. We had a great committee that served on this. Uh, I had a great co-chair. I think the thing that was important is that we had a great committee. We listened to the testimony. We listened to the people all the way across the state of South Dakota. This is what they wanted. This is what we constructed. This is what we put together. And we were persistent. We hung in there and uh, we got it through both chambers. The governor signed it. This is going to be a great program that will go on for years and years and something that uh, Senator Crabtree and I and the rest of the committee will say we were part of. And uh, it'll be one of those staples that uh, 30, 40 years from now, they'll say, the 2023 session got it right when they got this bill passed because it's still affecting us in a positive way yet today. I want, I want to thank both of you for visiting with us this morning and taking your time out. What is we understand is a very busy schedule. So thank you very much for what you do for South Dakota housing, for the people of South Dakota, and thank you for all that you do. Thank, thank you. you.